KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. State Assemblymember Todd Gloria appears poised to win the San Diego mayor's race. This morning, he holds a 13 percentage point lead over City Councilmember Barbara Bree. Gloria had big institutional backing from business groups, organized labor, and the county Democratic Party. Speaking to the media Tuesday night, he said the next mayor will face big challenges, including climate change, homelessness, and COVID-19. The San Diego of old would have ignored these crises. Let it fester, let inaction rule the day and let special interests have their way. But in our new San Diego, we will lead, we will unite. Bree painted herself as the anti-establishment candidate and sought to build a coalition of Democrats, Republicans, and independents. Speaking to the media Tuesday night, she acknowledged she was behind, but she did not concede. We are behind, but there's still a lot of votes left to count. Uh, I remember that in the primary, we were behind on election night, and over the next few weeks, we made up the ground as more votes were counted. Bree's deficit is much bigger this time around, however. She would need a large majority of the remaining uncounted votes to pull off an upset win. Democratic candidate Tara Lawson-Reamer appears poised to win the race for the District 3 County Board of Supervisors seat against incumbent Republican Kristen Gaspar, though the race has not been called as of this morning. Lawson-Reamer said the district is rapidly shifting and voters care about issues like climate change, and that's why she is up by almost 20 percentage points this morning. I was going through the numbers, and um, we have about... uh, 3,500 people who have either donated or volunteered, and that is an incredible, incredible grassroots surge. If Lawson-Reamer holds her lead, it would give the county board a Democratic majority after decades of Republican control. It's Wednesday, November 4th. This is San Diego News Matters from KPBS News. I'm Annika Colbert. Stay with me for more of the local news you need to start your day. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. There's a lot going on with the presidential race right now, with a number of battleground states still too close to call. Meanwhile, President Trump falsely claimed victory overnight. But today we're going to focus on the crucial local races. There are still some that are too close to call, but not all of them. This morning, we have KPBS Roundtable host Mark Sauer to talk about the early election results. He spoke with KPBS's Deb Welsh. Here's that interview. Good morning, Mark. Let's look at some key races and issues, starting with the mayor of San Diego. We knew it would be somebody new and it would be a Democrat. What did the results show this morning? Well, good morning, Deb. Uh, Todd Gloria has a strong lead in the race to replace Republican Kevin Faulkner. 
It will certainly be a Democrat, as you say, replacing Faulkner, who's termed out. And Gloria is the state assemblyman, former city councilman. He's ahead of Councilwoman Barbara Bree by 56 to 44 percent. That's kind of a surprise. A poll by the Union Tribune early October placed him in a dead heat. There was a lot of uh, undecided in that poll, poll, I should say. But uh, that race has uh, has not been called by the Associated Press, but it's a big lead there for Gloria. All right, let's move on to the two competitive races for Congress, starting with the 50th out in the East County. That's the seat vacated by Duncan Hunter, who's headed to prison now for campaign finance violations. Tell us what's happening there, if you would. Well, Dara Issa, who quit his seat after 18 years in the 49th District, he's a conservative Republican, and he's ahead of the Democrat Amar Kampanajar, uh, who was narrowly defeated by Hunter in 2018. Uh, Issa's lead is 52 to 40 eight percent in that race. So what about the 53rd district where Democrat Susan Davis is retiring? Well, Deb, a winner has been declared in this race. Two Democrats battling to replace Susan Davis uh, following the March primary, Sarah Jacobs, who worked in the Obama administration, granddaughter of Qualcomm founder and longtime KPBS supporter Erwin Jacobs and Georgette Gomez, current president of the San Diego City Council. Jacobs wins it with a nearly 60 to 40 percent advantage. All right. And uh, do you have anything for us on some of the local or state ballot measures uh, this election? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at the San Diego City attorney. Uh, the uh, incumbent Mara Elliott is comfortably ahead 68 to 32 over um, attorney uh, Corey Briggs, who, of course, has sued the city many times. And uh, he was uh, attempting to unseat her there. Uh, there were two key city measures, uh, Deb. We'll start with Measure B on the San Diego ballot. That was for police reform. A new commission is uh, leading with the yeses uh, 75 to 25, roughly, in that vote. So that looks like a solid win there for that new police commission. And uh, let's talk about Measure E. Now, that's in that uh, Midway district, that uh, complete uh, revitalization of that area around the old San Diego sports arena. The uh, height restriction had to be lifted, and the yeses are ahead 57 to 42. So that looks um, that looks pretty uh, pretty clear uh, right now, unless something dramatic changes there. All right, I think that was expected to pass on the state propositions. Uh, what about Prop 14, the stem cell research prop? Stem cell research. You're going to have me sifting through our stuff here this morning. Prop 14 has got <laughs> 51 to 49. That's a very close. Um, uh, the S's have it by uh, two points. There, too close to call in that race. Let's move to a couple of others there. Uh, the uh, Modification to the infamous Prop 13, some say infamous, uh, is uh, yes votes 48 to 52 in that one. That would uh, increase taxes on some commercial and industrial buildings. The big one is Prop 22. That's Watch Nationwide. That's the uh, Uber and Lyft, the app-based drivers. Uh, and the yeses are ahead there, uh, 58 to, to 41. So that would be um, exemptions for a lot of gig uh, workers here in uh, California. And as I say, that's uh, being watched uh, around the nation. So some interesting changes there. All right. Any info on some of the city council races this morning? Well, yes, the Democrats had a, a majority and they're going to expand that. It looks like in, um, in, uh, district, uh, five here, I'm getting it on my chart. Uh, Marty Von Wilper 55 to 45 over Joe Leventhal. And then in district seven, Democrat Raul Campillo, 57 to 43 over Republican Noli Zoza. So um, that's going to be a couple of Democratic wins looks like that. That was KPBS Roundtable host Mark Sauer speaking with KPBS's Deb Welsh. Coming up on the podcast, we'll have a closer look at those California propositions. That's next after this break. 
KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon. Hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com. We're still waiting for final numbers on local measures and state propositions, but KPBS editor Tom Fudge has this roundup on the latest results. Two controversial state propositions would increase taxes for commercial property in California, while the other would bring back affirmative action. The first, Prop 15, is losing by a small margin. The affirmative action, Prop 16, only has 44 percent of the vote. State Proposition 22 appears headed for victory. That one would allow drivers with rideshare companies like Uber to remain independent contractors in California. In San Diego, it looks like residents will soon be voting in district-only elections for school board, given the wide lead held by Measure C. And while a strong majority of San Diegans voted in favor of a nearly billion-dollar bond to create affordable housing, so far it's well short of the two-thirds majority it needs. Tom Fudge, KPBS News. And those ballot propositions shattered fundraising records to try to sway your vote this year. Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon has more. Three-quarters of a billion dollars. That's how much has been spent so far on this year's 12 ballot initiatives. The most expensive fight by far is Proposition 22, which would classify app-based drivers as independent contractors. Tech companies like Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash have spent a combined $200 million on it. Jessica Levinson is a professor at Loyola Law School in Los Angeles. If you look at how much money, for instance, uh, the gig economy companies have spent, it shows how much money they think they might lose if they don't win this election. Three other ballot propositions have also become $100 million fights this year. They deal with commercial property taxes, rent control, and dialysis clinic regulations. I'm Nicole Nixon. Stay tuned to KPBS online, on the radio, and on TV. We will have the latest developments and critical analysis as results continue to come in. That's it for the podcast today. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon. Hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com.